Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Pink Cloud Nine Podcast, where today we will be talking about mental health solutions. Yes, solutions. We want to figure out how to best deal with mental health things. I don't want to say problems or issues because that might be offensive, but mental health solutions. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to discuss is what are the solutions for mental health? Very to the point. We'll discuss a few of those points. How can we improve mental health services? How do you address mental health problems? And why should mental health be addressed. So, what are solutions for mental health? These come from a personal personal point. So, I do agree with them. They do ha- they have been working for me for 3 years. I am bipolar, I have anxiety, I have borderline personality disorder, I have ADHD, which is attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. <laughs> And I have mild PTSD, post-traumatic stress syndrome. So, these I was diagnosed in 2007 for. Bipolar 1, which is more manic. Not bipolar 2, which is more depressive. Just a little information on my diagnosis. And why I'm so uh, invested and in love with the mental health topic. So, some of the mental health solutions would be psychotherapy. Psychotherapy treatment, therapeutic, is another word for counseling, okay? So, um, don't get, like, also they have um, psychotherapy medications, um, antipsychotics. So, don't get put off by the word psycho. That's my point. So uh, let me just read what it says here. It says psychotherapy is a therapeutic treatment of mental illness provided by a trained mental health professional. Psychotherapy explores thoughts, feelings, and behaviors and seeks to improve an individual's well-being. Psychotherapy paired with medication is the most effective way to promote recovery. Look, I've been on medications for three years and uh, every time I get off medications, things go whack up here. They just go whack. They just, there's just misfire. There's a lot of, you know, just, I get episodes. I get mental, mental breakdowns. It's, it's horrible. It's ugly. And everybody around me is affected by them too. So, uh, really staying on my regimen of medications, which I take four of them, mood stabilizers and antipsychotics as well as anxiety medications they have helped me tremendously uh, it helped more than smoking weed <laughs> it helped more than drinking alcohol it helped more than you know those actually drinking alcohol sent me to terrible places and didn't help one bit so I don't recommend that at all so the next question is how can we improve mental health services so the answer to that, the primary answer is integration with primary care. 
Another way to increase access to mental health care involves adding frontline practitioners and screening processes within primary care practices, the places where patients most often interact with the health care system. So putting screenings of mental health in um, the primary care physician's office, stuff like that. <sighs> yeah, we got to really work on this, like, as a community. The next question that I said I would address was, how do you address mental health problems? There are nine ways to fight mental health stigma. One, talk openly about mental health, what I'm doing right now. Two, educate yourself and others. Read a lot about mental health and how it affects the brain chemistry. Three, be conscious of language. That's what I'm trying to do right now as well. Four, encourage equality between physical and mental illness. Um, <clears throat> mental illness is mental. And just like we should take care of our physical bodies, we should take care of our mental health. So uh, it's not just going to the gym and eating right. I mean, that helps. And sleeping right, that helps too. But it's also like making sure that the serotonin and the dopamine levels aren't okay and leveled. That they're not going too high or too low. And all the other chemistry things that happen inside the brain that I have no clue what they are. Number five, show compassion for those with mental illness. Six, choose empowerment over shame. Seven, be honest about treatment. Eight, let the media know when they're being stigmatizing. That's good. Hi, how are you? So that was actually eight ways to fight mental health stigma. Now the next question is, why should mental health be addressed? Mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life from childhood and adolescence through adulthood. So it's pretty clear cut. Mental health includes emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It's like, honestly, it's like... <laughs> the heart of the brain, you know, mental, mental health and mental health fitness. I think the last question was, can mental health be cured? Or at least it's on this list here that I'm reading. Let me just say what it says. Treatment can involve both medications and psychotherapy depending on the disease and its severity. At this time, most mental illnesses cannot be cured, but they can usually be treated effectively to minimize the symptoms and allow the individual to function in work, school, and social environments. So there, you know, there's hope. You know, there's hope. Um, honestly, if you're human, you're going to have mental things happening. Not that you're... Not that everybody has anxiety or depression or bipolar or schizophrenia. No. Not everybody does, but 
everybody has some sort of, you know, part of their brain chemistry that can get out of whack, you know. Um, there's always a possibility and nobody is immune. Nobody is immune. Okay, cool. So let's take a pause for the cause. And let me tell you all about our cool sponsors, Podcast New Hampshire, We Need to Talk. They have their own website at podcastnh.com. They uh, are a really cool show, two friends, Pepin and Meter, and they have deep intellectual discussions with the levity of comedy. They're really fun, they're really cool, they're really amazing, they're really awesome. I love them. Love working with them. And the other one that I want to tell you all about was Fox Kitchen. They're a soup kitchen and community garden. They're seeking volunteers. They're over in the Warren, Washington County, New York area. And if you want to volunteer for the Fox Kitchen, Warren, Washington County, New York area, call 518-683-8027. And the last cool podcast I want to tell you all about is the Spade podcast. It is spearheaded by Anthony Anderson, and he's an African-American that has abbreviated the word Spade to represent suicide, post-traumatic stress syndrome, anxiety, depression, and epilepsy. So these are some really cool people that um, are just amazing. Please check them out. Please look for them. And some other topics that I want to discuss before I go today are, hi, how are y'all? Um, okay, that one. What are current issues in mental health? These include social and economic disadvantage and deprivation. Low levels of education, unemployment, or insecure employment, discrimination, and violence. Mental health, in turn, impacts on issues such as alcohol, substance misuse, abuse, and gender-based violence as well. So this basically is saying uh, we need to educate people more about mental health and um, because uh, mental health recipients have, some have social and economic disadvantages. It's very true. How can we improve access to care? Five ways to improve access to care. One, see your own patients. Okay, so this is a good conversation to have with your doctor, okay? See your own patients. Good care comes from access to the same person or team who knows a patient's history. So as a mental health recipient that receives mental health services, Having a team behind me is really helpful in having like the same, you know, doctor, caseworker, nurse, um, counselor uh, helps. Uh, I mean, I'm okay with change. So if somebody has to like change my counselor or something, it's like, you know what? As long as I have a counselor, let's keep doing this, you know? So number two, make it easy to schedule an appointment. This is really, really, really good. Number three, offer to see patients the day they call. Number four, manage patient demand. Number five, use email with patients. And I would add, to, I would add six, use Zoom with patients too. 
So this is something that doctors and primary care physicians can do to kind of help with the mental health frontliners. Okay, this is good. Ten things not to say to a person with mental illness. One, it's all in your head. Please don't say that. Two, come on, things could be worse. Please don't say that. Three, snap out of it. Please don't say that. Four, but you have a great life. You always seem so happy. Five, have you ever tried chamomile tea? Six, everyone is a little down, moody, or OCD sometimes. It's normal. Seven, this too shall pass. Eight, it's all part of God's plan. Okay, yeah, these are really offensive. When people say these things to me, I just like roll my eyes and walk away. Unless I'm having a manic moment, then I might say some snappy stuff back. So, uh, uh, let's see, let me do a couple more questions and then I'll log off. Hi, how are y'all doing? Oh. What is the difference between mental health and mental illness? Okay, so mental health is about mental wellness. We all have mental health. I was just kind of saying that, wasn't I? Mental illness is when someone is diagnosed with a mental disorder. Okay, so that makes sense to me. Cool. Okay, I think I am feeling better about this situation here. Uh, how can I test my mental health? One, a physical exam. Your doctor will try to rule out any physical problems that you could be causing some of the symptoms. Two, lab tests, blood tests. These may include uh, the check of your thyroid function or the screening of alcohol, drugs, maybe your hormone level checks. And then number three, a psychological evaluation. These are really important. Well, I hope this helps somebody out there. Um, I'm going to be talking more about mental health. And today I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about mental health solutions because I know that a lot of people are like, well, okay, so I feel this way, but what do I do about it? Well, don't keep it inside and don't be afraid to share. Um, you're not going to get your kids taken away from you if you seek help. You know, you're not going to go to jail if you seek help. Um, in fact, seeking help will prevent you from losing your kids in the future or from uh, going to jail for doing, uh, you know, crazy stuff uh, in the midst of a mental breakdown. And I use the word crazy and I apologize. I don't mean it in a bad way. I just mean it in a, like, abnormal way. I don't know. Yeah, these, like, these conversations are really hard to have because you have to be really sensitive. And I'm starting to use my sensitive um, gauge a little bit more. So, anyway, uh, I've had fun. And I hope you have, too. I hope you have learned some things. Please let me know if you would like any answers or have any questions about mental health. I love you.